So we are interested in um, porous materials uh, uh, made of minerals. Uh, so there, there, are there, are, there are not many uh, examples in nature in comparison to, let's say, the wood or plants. But, but there are some, some excellent, I would say, <laughs> excellent examples of uh, how nature make a complex biomineral structures. Uh, so mm -hmm. the examples include uh, sea urchins uh, and canadums, sea urchins, starfish. Um, we also look at the, uh, the cuttlefish, uh, the, the internal skeleton yeah. of cuttlefish, which is called cuttlebone, which is a highly porous material. Um, and also, uh, yeah, starfish um, sponges, um, uh, which is silica-based porous material. Um, we have made some, some good uh, uh, discoveries uh, in, in this area. Um, how nature make porous uh, but um, mineralized structure uh, which is stiff and, and, and tough. Because uh, this is very challenging actually uh, in, in engineering. How do you make a ceramic porous materials which is damage tolerant? Uh, the, the challenge is that um, the mineral or the ceramic is very brittle. And and when you make the when you make the ceramic porous, you, um, very often you are going to have a lot of defects, um, uh, notches, uh, surface roughness inside the structure. So that's why um, the the uh, porous ceramic material are very very weak, very very brittle. Um, that's why in packaging, let's, uh, we use foams. We, uh, we, those are usually uh, polymer-based or sometimes metal-based. We never use ceramic, ceramic foams for, for packaging, for cushion, no. <laughs> Although uh, ceramic, ceramic foams is, is good in terms of, for example, it's very high temperature resistance, it's very stable, but it's just too weak. Um, um, but nature, um, like uh, sea urchins, uh, starfish, uh, or cuttlefish, they, they make very strong and damage-tolerant ceramic uh, foams. Um, the reason is because they, ha they have very nice control in terms of their microstructure, in terms of their porosity, um, and also, of course, the internal microstructure. Uh, for example, the, the cuttlebone. The cuttlefish um, is, a, is a great <laughs> model system for bioinspiration, right? People study their skins, just study their, their swimming, uh, study their, their eyes. Um, uh, but here we study their skeleton. <laughs> so uh, so the inside of the cuttlefish, there's a skeleton, uh, mineralized, very, very stiff skeleton. Um, it's called a cuttlebone. Um, and and cuttlefish is is a is a shell. It's a mollusk. A mollusk is not a is not a fish, uh, but but its shell is inside. So that uh, so it's internal. It's different from other mollusks, um, and that's called cuttlebone. That cuttlebone is very porous, and ninety three of ninety three percent of the of the structure is a, uh, is hollow. And um, and inside this hollow structure. Um, the animal can control the uh, water in and out into this uh, structure so that it can control the relative density of this porous structure and hence the, the entire body so that a cuttlefish can go up and down in the water column to go up and deep. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's almost like a uh, swimming blender, like a blender uh, for fish, but it's just uh, just a rigid blender. Um.
the people call this uh, rigid buoyancy attack. Uh, this is like a submarine, right? So it can control the, uh, the, 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 the relative density to go up and down. Um, and then you can imagine that this structure need to be very stiff because you have a very high water pressure, uh, uh, which can potentially implode this, ho this hollow structure, right? If it's not strong, it's just crushed by the water pressure. Right, so, uh, so it has a very intriguing uh, complex internal structure where you have the layered, uh, it's like a, a multi-story floor, multi-story building. So you have uh, floors, uh, ceilings, and pillars, uh, the walls to support uh, the ceilings. Um, of course, they're all in the microscopic level. Then the, uh, uh, the way the, the animal designed the walls is, is very, very uh, intriguing. It's not like the wall that we have, where you have uh, a straight uh, from bottom to top. Um, it's almost like that, but there are modifications. So the walls are, are, are curved um, and wavy, and it has a complex pattern. Um, and also the, the wall, uh, they change their orientations from the, the floor to the ceiling. Uh, by doing that, it can control the stress distribution within the structure. Uh, so that uh, if, if the stress level is, is too high, it can control the location of failure. Um, um, pr primarily in, in the middle of the wall. So it, it doesn't happen at the ceiling or at the, at the bottom, uh, at the floor. So in the middle of the wall so that uh, the ceiling and, and the floor are still intact. And then if the stress is still high enough, it can uh, compress the ceiling to the floor. Um, and in this case, it can protect the, 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 the ceiling or the floor because each, each story or each chamber is completely sealed from the nest, uh, from, from the adjacent chamber. That means if this chamber, if this floor, the uh, floor seven is, is broken, then floor six is still okay. It's still in, yeah, so it still can hold the, 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 uh, the gas uh, to, to provide the, the uh, buoyancy. It doesn't collapse the entire building. So that's, that's very clever. Um, so uh, we, yeah, we have been looking at their uh, their structure and their mechanics, how they uh, they they they're able to achieve this uh, damage tolerance with with mm -hmm. uh, a very high mineral content. This structure is completely was completely made of aragonite, um, there's several percent of organics, so very brittle material, <coughs> but very damage tolerant. I'm blown away by your description. I wasn't really aware of the details, but the way you describe it, I think we have we have episode about cuttlefish, all the details, because it's really, really inspiring. I wasn't really aware how it's really so beautiful and intricate and complex intelligent. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, I think it, I would say this is the excellent example showing how nature is able to, uh, to control the structure of very simple, uh, uh, material, starting material. It's, if you if you look at the aragonite from nature, from geology, those are very like prisms, like uh, red, usually red color uh, prisms, like structure, very simple, um, very brittle. But uh, but somehow <laughs> we're we're interested in their formation as well. But um, yeah, they they form this very complex uh, structure. 
so that they, they have this mechanical uh, properties as well as uh, the uh, uh, the fluid uh, property, right? So the these structure need to be open uh, in the sense that um, it allows the fluid to go inside of the structure uh, so that it can control the relative density. Um, so th th there are multiple requirements uh, in, inside of this structure. So that if you look at the, the carbon in different areas, they have a different structural design. We think that maybe because um, in different regions, uh, the, the functional uh, hierarchy or the importance of different functions are, are different. Uh, maybe in this in the opening region, it's more important for the fluid transport. So you so the structure need to guide the, the flow of the fluid. But in the in the majority or in the later in the in the in the posterior part, maybe it's, it's more uh, important for the uh, mechanical strengths. Um, it is is uh, amazing. Uh, look at those kind of structures.